everyone in the Locked On Cougars Daily Podcast. Focus on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us for a Wednesday hump day edition of the show. A lot to get to like normal on today's show. We're going to talk a little bit about Matt Bushman, a big weekly award he earned yesterday. We'll also catch up with BYU forward Dalton Nixon, a guy who's going to play a key cog in BYU's basketball fortunes this coming season. We'll talk with him one-on-one and, of course, catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. Men's golf makes a move up the leaderboard at their tournament, as well as a new uh, setup for women's gymnastics against their in-state rivals. Should be a fun way to watch women's gymnastics in coming years. We'll get to all of that on today's show. Brought to you today by our good friends, our title sponsor, Deseret First Credit Union, as well as our good friends over at All Guard Pest Control. With that, let's get to it. This is Locked On Cougars for October 23rd, 2019. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for joining us on a Wednesday edition of the show. Thanks for downloading us, and thanks for joining us to talk BYU football, basketball, and every other BYU sport in the BYU Athletic Department. Let's start off with a note and some thoughts on the BYU football program. And today we're going to start off with Matt Bushman, of course, the junior tight end, star player for BYU, six foot. 245 pounds was named yesterday the Matt, the John Mackey tight end of the week for his performance against number 14 Boise State last Saturday. BYU upsets the Broncos 28-25 and they couldn't have done it without their star tight end. Bushman finished the game with five receptions for 101 yards and of course the two touchdowns on the two trick plays that BYU ran to put up a big lead that they held on to in that upset win. It's actually the funny thing is and let's start off with this. Matt Bushman is been just a pillar of consistency for BYU since joining the program in 2017. He's led BYU in receiving each of the last two seasons, going over 500 yards both seasons. This year, he's just he's just a shade under 400 yards already this season, 398 yards on the season as we stand right now, and only seven games played. He's got 28 receptions, just one short of what he had last season, and he's off to a really, really solid start. His uh, long on the season is 39 yards. That touchdown pass he had against Boise State ties his career long for a pass, and he's off to a good start touchdown-wise, tying his uh, career high mark of three already that he had in 2017. So Bushman is just off to a flying start, y'all, and I think this is a... Uh, a good way to say, I would enjoy Matt Bushman for however long he is in a BYU uniform. And I say that because I've been looking at just different draft projections looking ahead to next year. And in looking at it, a lot of the top tight end prospects that would have been seniors in this year's draft class, guys that could have come back to school and played another year in college, by and large, a lot of them moved on to the NFL last year. Guys like Noah Fant uh, from Iowa, etc. They moved on to the NFL, and it's created a darth of talent at the tight end position for NFL teams. Matt Bushman, as a junior, is draft eligible. He's been draft eligible since the day he stepped on campus at BYU, having served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But... 
I think if he has a season like he's projecting to have right now, we're seven games in, so just past the halfway point, he's almost 400 yards. You'd expect he could probably challenge for seven, 800 yards, double his tight, double his touchdown output, maybe put six to eight touchdowns on the board, show it and continued improved blocking that he's shown throughout his career at BYU. And I'm not going to lie to you guys, I think Matt Bushman we might be seeing the last of his days in a BYU uniform. And if you're going to belabor him for deciding to leave, I wouldn't do that. He's been a steady, steady performer for BYU. He leaves BYU in a better position than he found it, I think, in terms of the tight end position. He's revolutionized the position. He's got a career total of 106 receptions for 1,429 yards and the eight touchdowns so far. If he were to put up another 500-plus yards this season, and I'm not saying that's necessarily feasible because tight ends get targeted a lot in, by defenses, especially a guy like Matt Bushman, where he's one of BYU's top receiving threats. He's going to get bracketed and double teamed a lot so if he gets anywhere close to that 2,000 career yards mark I'm saying right now I think Matt Bushman is headed for the NFL after this upcoming season now that's not to say that he couldn't decide to come back he's married to Emily Lewis of the former Emily Lewis now Emily Bushman a son of Eagles great and former BYU legend Chad Lewis so Chad can really guide him a lot on what he needs to do to play at the next level because Chad made himself out of nothing I, I I've got a pretty close connection with the Lewis family and the story of Chad Lewis is great a former walk-on to the BYU football program uh, goes on to walk in and make his, make the Philadelphia Eagles roster as an undrafted free agent. Goes on to have an all-pro NFL career with Andy Reid and the Eagles. Just a phenomenal story. Bushman is going to get drafted if and whenever he decides to enter the NFL draft. I have no doubt saying that because he's proven that he's got the size, the speed, everything you want in an NFL tight end. It's just a matter of when he decides he's going to declare for that for the draft. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like I said, to start this off, enjoy him while he lasts. I, I have a sneaking suspicion he's going to declare for the NFL draft after this upcoming season. Go and make his money. He's an older prospect. The NFL values guys who are younger. It's the upside. How much upside can we get as compared to your age? With Matt having served a mission in Chile, uh, Santiago South mission, he's older. He's going to be 23, 24 before he enters the NFL draft circles. And they're going to be guys who are juniors and seniors who are 21 and 22 years old old so teams in the NFL are going to weigh okay do I take the young man who's 21 or 22 now or do I take Bushman at 23 or 24 and will it work out I think it will I think Matt Bushman has got NFL written all over him I think he's got a steady performer written all over him in terms of what NFL teams are looking for his size speed and weight combo is hard to teach and like I said, I think this might be an opportunity to say uh, thank you to Matt Bushman, and we'll see. Like I said, it's not it's not set in stone that he's going to leave after this upcoming season, but current draft projections make it look like it might be mighty appealing for him to do it because he could get drafted potentially a little bit higher this year than he would in other draft cycles with more prospects around his age and his class status going into the draft. So we'll see what happens, but Matt Bushman, congratulations on earning the John Mackey title tight end of the week award I think he's well on his way to being a finalist for this award if he continues to put up the numbers he's putting up this season and we'll see how it goes but I think we're enjoying some of the best days of Matt Bushman's career and I would enjoy them while they last all right now we're going to switch gears and talk some BYU basketball here in a moment Wanted to uh, catch up and talk with uh, Dalton Nixon, a guy who's going to play a key role early on the season and throughout the season as one of the guys who is going to be playing along BYU's very thin and 
very thin front line and a guy who needs to step up and really contribute to help BYU out. Before we do that, though, do need to tell you guys today about our title sponsor on the podcast, and that is our good friends at Deseret First Credit Union. Deseret First Credit Union, as most of you guys know, shares a faith-based bond with its members. They also celebrate the individual goals of those members. They're asking right now, what is your why? What is your passion? They're also asking, have you considered refinancing your home loan to save some money and help fund that passion project? Refinancing doesn't have to be hard, and DFCU is here to help you guys do that. With a no-cost refinancing from Deseret First, you can get locked into a low rate. Rates are still in the threes, guys. They're crazy low right now. You can get locked into that low rate for absolutely nothing and potentially save yourself up to hundreds of dollars a month. I don't know a single person out there who wouldn't want to put extra money back into their pocket, so I'd encourage you guys to check this out. The DFCU Mortgage Team will work with you to find the right loan for your financial situation, regardless of whatever stage in life you're at. Give them a call, 801-456-7070, or visit dfcu.com to apply in five minutes or less. Once again, that phone number, 801-456-7070, or go to dfcu.com, and you can apply online. Deseret First Credit Union, you know why, we show how. Membership and eligibility required, OAC, terms and conditions apply, equal housing lender. All right, guys, continuing on with some of our basketball interviews, I had a chance to talk with a number of players one-on-one at BYU Basketball Media Day just a couple of weeks ago. Basketball season is well on its way. BYU opens the season just in a, what, a week and a half, roughly. Uh, They have Midnight Madness tonight at the Marriott Center. If you want to go out and watch BYU basketball play exhibition uh, style against one another, both the men's and women's teams have a chance to interact with them, get autographs and the like. Well, the event, the doors open at the Marriott Center tonight at 10.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, Event begins at 11.15 p.m. Mountain Time. I can tell you this much. I do morning sports radio. I will not be in attendance. Don't tell anybody. Oh, wait, I just put that on a podcast. Anyways, I'll have a recap hopefully in the morning. I'll talk to some people and hopefully they can kind of fill me in on what happens. Here's hoping that nothing uh, catastrophic injury-wise happens. It should be a fun event all the same. I would encourage you guys, if you're looking for something to do on a Wednesday night, a late Wednesday night, early Thursday morning, go out to the Marriott Center for their Midnight Madness event tonight with the men's and women's basketball programs. I had a chance to speak with Dalton Nixon during BYU Basketball Media Day with Yoli Child suspended for the first nine games of the season, as well as the season-ending injury it appears to Gavin Baxter with his shoulder injury. Well, Dalton Nixon is going to play a key role for BYU because him and Colby Lee are kind of the two guys in the middle for BYU, barring a waiver being uh, passed for guys like Wyatt Lowell or Richard Harward, that they're going to have to kind of man up and man the front court and help rebound, defend bigger players, etc. Well, Dalton Nixon might be a little bit undersized, but he is very capable and he's very excited for his senior season in a BYU uniform. Here's my conversation with Dalton Nixon right here on Locked On Cougars. Coach Pope, during his press conference, called you an absolute freak. <laughs> what do you respond to that with? Oh, man. Um, I love Coach Pope. Um, it's probably because I'm always throwing my body on the court. Uh, get more bloody noses than anyone else. Um, and I'll run through a brick wall for our coaches. Um, but, uh, no, I, I mean, I, I take pride in my work ethic. And I show up every day and I try and work as hard as I can to be successful individually and also put myself in a position to help the team win and so that's my mindset that's what I've been trying to do this whole summer and fall 
We, of course, with all the twists and turns we've seen this offseason, injuries, Yoli having to sit out, you and Kobe are kind of looked at as like the two guys in the front court. What's that kind of, what's your mentality knowing that you at least nine games here where it's you guys? Yeah, um, you know, we really just try and take it one day at a time, come, come to practice every day and work as hard as we can. Um, you know, there's a mindset of just trying to control what we can and um, coming every day, um, soaking in everything that the coaches have for us and giving it our all is is the best thing that we can do right now and I think that's what's going to help us be successful. Have you worked this off season with that in mind at all or just it's been so fast and furious that everything changing? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't think you really, um, you know, anticipate you know, guys not being on the court with you. Um, so I think I just take it, you know, like I said, every day I just show up and try and be the best that I can be and work hard. And so now I'm finding myself in a position where, you know, I'm asked a little bit more on the court uh, with this with this team. And so, you know, we'll, we'll do what we have to do to win. And, you know, they, we have a, a team full of guys that are ready to step up that are very capable of, of being able to contribute to this team. What's it been like working with Yoli now that he's back? It's, it's great. You know, I, I've been able to play with Yoli since I got home from my mission. And I think with both of us being seniors now, um, we know each other pretty well. And, you know, that, that goes with, with TJ as well. And, um, you know, I've played with Jake. But I think just the senior, this group of seniors that we have is, is ready to, you know, bring it, bring it every day and to be um, pushed to, to new levels. You know, I'm really excited to be able to play with Yoli again for another year. Um, and I think that we're going to be able to do some special things this year. You spent a lot of time working with Coach Rose, obviously, during his tenure. Since Pope came in, what's been kind of the ma- major differences between the two? Uh, you know, Co- Coach Pope is uh, he's someone that I know really well. He was an, he was an assistant coach yeah. my freshman year, and so um, some of the some of the things that I remember about Coach Pope, you know, being really energetic, mm-hmm. um, really charismatic. Um, those things are, are, are still true to be said about him. Um, but since he's since he's got on onto campus, he's he's just he's asked a lot about a lot of us. He's challenged us every day, and I think that's something um, that is a it's a good challenge for us. It's something for us to embrace, uh, to be pushed to you know to new heights. It's it's something that I really enjoy, and um, I think it's really helped our team grow. The the three point line got moved back a little bit further this year by the NCAA. I, we just talked about the fact that you and Colby kind of in the front court. Do you think that that extra spacing can help you guys? I definitely think so. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how how it affects the game because yeah. I don't I don't quite um, I don't quite feel it yet. You know, because yeah. you just practice, but mm-hmm. it's definitely going to affect the game. There will be more space, and I think it's I think it's good for the game. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's so many good shooters now that it's appropriate to to have the three point line brought back. And you know, like like you see in the NBA, there's just so much more space, mm-hmm. and so hopefully that that will kind of translate to the college game as well. You think the shooting is going to be one of the highlights of this year's team? I think so. I think that we have a lot of guys uh, that can that can shoot the ball, that can dribble the ball, that can pass the ball. And so you put, you know, you put a team of, of those kinds of guys and play with some energy and some pace. I think uh, we could really have some have a special year. Um, you know, and everyone wants to talk about the offensive end of the floor, but we recognize that on the defensive end, we're going to have to really toughen up, and that's been a, a real focus uh, since we've gotten on, um, gotten into practice for these few weeks. And so, I'm really excited to be able to see what we can do, and I think that we have a, a good core group of guys, guys that um, that are great leaders that I I think can help to put together a really successful year. 
Dalton, thanks so much. Thank you. There you go. Dalton Nixon. Can't thank him enough for taking the time to join me here on the podcast. And you heard him say it. We're really going to make our mark on the defensive side of the of the game. We He feels like they're very wide open on offense, can shoot the three, space the floor, etc. I've said that the last couple of days in some of the other interviews, that having that extended three-point line, I know it's only out another foot, but it makes the game more like the NBA where floor spacing is paramount, and I think BYU has the shooting to space the floor, and hopefully that opens up lanes for guys like Dalton Nixon and Kobe Lee to be able to pick up rebounds and be able to not have to deal with as many as much traffic in the lane. I think that would be a positive for BYU basketball to kind of free up that lane and allow those guys to work. As a team, it's going to be a team effort to rebound. Dalton Nixon, probably a little bit undersized. They list him at six foot seven on the roster. And of course, we've seen in the NBA the last couple of days, some guys lost a few inches in some cases from their heights on officially listed rosters. Guys like Donovan Mitchell for the Utah Jazz, no longer six foot three, just six foot one. But I think that Dalton Nixon, regardless if he's six foot seven or six foot five, he's going to play a key cog in BYU's fortunes this season. And I think he's more than capable of stepping up to the plate. I'm excited to see what he can do. I think he's motivated. I think he's got the ability to help BYU really. Um, really uh, solidify that in- interior part of their of their presence in the post. Despite being undersized, I think his ability to play inside out, shoot from the three, and also work his way inside will benefit him. And I think the BYU basketball, I think they're going to go out and surprise people. A lot of, a lot of it's going to rest on their ability to hit threes. I think that's a big part of this game plan going into this season. But I think a guy like Dalton Nixon, with his ability to play inside out, play both outside and inside with his unique uh, skill set being a guy who can play outside and also on the interior. I think it's a benefit to him to have this opportunity and here's hope and he has a good senior season and can contribute in a big way to Mark Pope's first season as BYU head coach. Once again, get out to the Marriott Center tonight, guys. Midnight Madness. Doors open at 10.30. Event begins at 11.15. Should be a fun night with both the BYU men's and women's basketball programs. All right, here in just a moment, we're going to catch up with everything else in BYU sports news. Uh, Men's golf had a good showing on the second day of their tournament as well as some other news when it comes to BYU Sports. Before we do that, though, do need to mention today's other sponsor on the podcast, and that is our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. Of course, you've heard me talk about All Guard Pest Control. Seth Baird and his team are the best of the best. They don't believe in door-to-door salesmen, speaking of All Guard Pest Control. They're not going to knock on your door and ask you, do you, want to, do you want us to spray for your bugs? That's not what they do. They offer two unique services, does All Guard Pest Control, and they, have an, and they are a quarterly pest control program. Will it come out once every three months? Treat your home for that season's pest. Make sure your home has that barrier so no creepy crawly things are getting into your home. This time of year as it starts to get cold, spiders, mice, the like are working their way inside your home because that's where it's warm. They don't want to be out in the cold. But they also offer, All Guard Pest Control does, one-time services. You need one thing taken care of one time, well they'll come out take care of you and they're not going to require you to sign a contract to take care of you the one time. They'll do it the one time and they'll leave you alone. That's what I love about All Guard Pest Control. They do a 
great job making sure that their customers are taken care of because the customers are their lifeblood. They're the termite experts in Utah County as well. If you need those uh, services, give them a call. They have awesome online reviews. You can go online and look at them. They're five-star reviews up and down Google and all the other sites. So this is a great company. Seth and his team are massive BYU fans. So give them a call. 801-851-1812. Let them know that Locked On Cougars and Jake Hatch sent you when you give them that call. Or also check them out at allguardpestcontrols.com. A great company with a great reputation. All Guard Pest Control. Check them out. Proud partner of Locked On Cougars and the Locked On Podcast Network. As we close out today's edition of the podcast, I want to thank you guys again for your continued support of the show. Please subscribe, rate, and review, especially if you're new to the podcast, you're just finding us. We are a daily podcast all focused on BYU. Please hit that subscribe or follow button on whichever podcatcher you're using, and also give us a favorable star rating. It really does help us on our side of things get the word out about the podcast because when uh, the podcatchers, their algorithms see people interacting with the podcast, subscribing, also giving us good ratings and reviews, well, they help promote the product as well and can't thank you guys enough for doing that in advance it takes but a moment but really does mean a lot to me and i really do appreciate your guys's continued support of locked on cougars all right let's run down everything else in byu sports before we go on today's show let's start off with women's gymnastics i think this is a fantastic thing that they're doing it's similar uh, so byu basketball in addition to weber state uh, utah state and utah they played the beehive classic here at vivint smart home arena where i am based in my day job. Well, guess what? I think that the the, the gymnastics programs in the state took note of that, and I think it's going to benefit them because they have announced the Best of Utah NCAA Gymnastics Meet, which will take place over the next five seasons. It's going to uh, compete at the Maverick Center in West Valley City. The University of Utah, one of the perennial powerhouses in women's gymnastics. BYU, who's up and coming. I think Guard Young has done a great job with the women's program there. SU who's very solid as well as Utah State have announced a multi-year partnership that will bring the four schools together to compete at the Rio Tinto Best of Utah NCAA Gymnastics Meet for the next five years. The first one will take place January 11th, 2020 and will begin at 7 o'clock Mountain Time. Should be a fantastic setup. It'll be the first time all four of these programs will compete on the same venue on a raised podium floor. I think it's going to be a pretty cool event over the next five seasons. The Maverick Center does a great job uh, with just in terms of the venue itself, allowing people to see things. And I think this should be a fantastic setup for BYU women's gymnastics as well as the rest of the gymnastics programs in this state. Like I said, similar to the Beehive Classic setup in basketball, but you don't have two games. You have one big meet with all four programs, and it should be a, f- should be a fantastic meet all the way around for all four of them. But most of all, I think BYU really up and coming under Guard Young's leadership. I think this is going to be a big opportunity to for them to really state claim that they are one of the elite programs in the state as they face off against all four of their chief in-state rivals in one meet. All right, one other note for you before we go today is that BYU men's golf is continuing play at the Pacific Invitational. Rhett Rasmussen is on fire right now. He fired a 65-7 under yesterday to finish the second round of the Pacific Invitational, tied for second place. Also helped BYU move up to second place overall as a team. So BYU was in seventh place after the first round. Good to see them shoot right back up. Rhett Rasmussen sits at eight under par 
tied for second after two rounds of play. Peter Kest is minus two at tied for ninth, and Cole Ponich sits at even, tied for 23rd with Carson Lundell, just a stroke back at one over, tied for 31st. BYU is a team nine under now on the tournament, four strokes back of San Jose State, who is in first place at 13 under, going into the final round today. Hopefully BYU can continue with their heart hot run here, and if San Jose State falters at all, BYU is well within striking distance. Long Beach State just two strokes behind the Cougars in third place. So a big opportunity for BYU to have another top two finish as a team. Hopefully Rhett Rasmussen can also have a fantastic individual finish, and Peter Kest, obviously the top-ranked golfer in the country right now. He's well on his way to having another top 10 finish in his own right, and we'll see what happens. We'll have a full recap for you on tomorrow's podcast. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the show. Please follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LockedOnCougars. You can follow my personal Twitter feed at Jacob C. Hatch. You also can reach out to the show anytime you want via email by dropping us a note at LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. We'll catch you guys tomorrow, catching you up on everything else in BYU sports. As always, uh, one note for you guys is my day job with the Zone Sports Network. We're going to have BYU offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes on the show. Play some of the highlights from that on tomorrow's podcast as well. So it should be a fun rest of the week on BYU sports, despite having a bye week in football. Enjoy Midnight Madness tonight at the Marriott Center. If you're going out to that, we'll have a full recap of that on tomorrow's podcast as well. Thanks again for joining us. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. We'll talk to you soon. This has been Locked On Cougars for October 23rd, 2019.